Bob Reamer, Robert Reamer, and uh, I've live been living in Edgewater since 1976, mm. and I live around the corner of Kenmore, oh, cool. and I've been very active in the community stuff since I first moved here. Well, it's great to meet you, Bob. Um, I've heard a bit about you and your time working in the Edgewater community and how you've just been a very active member for so many years. Um, but for our listeners who may not know of you yet, can you provide a bit of a background on yourself and maybe explain how long you've been working in the area? Okay. Um, <clears throat> my profession, I, I was in healthcare and government administration and finance, and that was my profession. Um, I, uh, I grew up in a family of, in which volunteerism was always something you just did, mm -hmm. whether it was Boy Scouts or Laura Scouts or things like that. And so when I moved here to Edgewater, my wife and I, we had just been married a um, year and a half. So we moved to Edgewater. We had a house right near Stanton High School. Oh. Um, we stayed there a couple of years. Eventually we sold and we moved over here to Kenmore where we had a two flat. Um, so that was around 1980. So I've been in Kenmore since 19, about 40, yeah, oh my gosh, I can't believe 41 <laughs> years. So anyway, uh, I started getting involved with volunteer stuff in my local block club mm. over on, it's called the Triangle, the Edgewater Triangle Neighbors Association. Um, there are about 15 block club areas in Edgewater, and I'll get go back to the genesis of, of the block clubs. And we're involved in a number of issues like really simple but important stuff to people, like alternating one-way streets to prevent unnecessary traffic going through you know, a, a neighborhood, uh, things like that. Um, and I became vice president of the block club. And then I met some people from the Edgewater Community Council. And I got involved with the Edgewater Community Council. And I, uh, I ended up becoming the president a couple years later. And I was the president for three years. And then I was the chairman of the board for three years. Um, and then I, I ran for office, and I became the elected board, Democratic Board Committeeman in the 48th Ward. Oh. Uh, Harry Osterman is now the Besides being alderman, he is the uh, board committee, but also okay. did that for four years. Um, we had suffered in Edgewater a ward committeeman who was, quite frankly, a crook. He went to jail oh. for uh, for uh, accepting uh, bribes uh, for uh, building a condo developer who wanted to build a condo on Kenmore, and. Uh, my predecessor was offering to get him his permit for $5,000 a unit. Wow. This would have been back about 1982, something like that. That's a lot of money for a building permit. <clears throat> so he and another guy ended up going to jail for that. Um, and, and I had, I had involved, well, I had decided to run for office um, before he got, he went to jail. But then he withdrew and put somebody else in his place, and then I won. And it was an interesting time, because part of Edgewater's development is the community-based volunteers and organizations were tired of the, the crooks running things. And you know they would do things like um, extort local businesses, uh, 
you know, campaign contributions. And they had a lot of very threatening people. Uh, they, a lot of the precinct captains didn't even live in, live in the neighborhood. Uh, so when I became Lord Committeeman, it was sort of a, <clears throat> a uh, interesting revolution because uh, I was appointing teenagers as precinct captains. Mike Bellini, who since became the Lord Committeeman, and his mom had been the alderman, he was the young, I appointed him precinct captain when he was 16 years old. Uh -huh. So he, he was the youngest Democrat precinct captain in the county of Cook <clears throat> at 16. And he's a wonderful guy. And uh, we stayed fast friends for a long time. And he's still here. Just, mm -hmm. you know, the building. Anyway, so I was in the work committee. It was during the period of Harold Washington as mayor. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things were changing then. And there was even some, um, some differences of opinion, I'll just put it mildly, uh, within Edgewater about whether people want to be with Harold Washington or Richard Daly. Mm -hmm. It was a friendly thing, but eventually, it, once after Mayor uh, Washington passed away, things kind of broke out in the open and uh, became a little bit more open in terms of the local conflict. And that, that was a difficult period for Edgewater, because Edgewater had been coming together. All the communities wanted to do was to have more control over their environment. Mm -hmm. And I'll go back a little bit to the genesis of the Edgewater Community Council. Tell me about that. Um, so then I ended up running for alderman against Harry's. Harry's was mom. The two of us were sort of Washington and Daly <laughs> candidates. Anyway, I, I didn't win. Kathy won. And then she went on, and Marianne Smith became the alderman after her, but Kathy went on to become the uh, uh, head of special events for the city of Chicago. Now, Kathy and I had come up together through the Edgewater Community Council. Oh. Uh, Back in the late 70s, when we both came on the board of the Edgewater Community Council, they were trying to get new, younger blood. That's when I was younger. Well, I, younger. <laughs> I was in my 30s. And uh, we were two of the vice presidents, two of the four vice presidents, I think. Anyway, um, so we had worked very closely on a lot of things. Uh, Kathy Osterman was our vice president for recreation, and she's Largely, I, I give her almost all the credit for eventually the uh, Broadway Army becoming a park, Chicago Park District facility, because she set that in motion all the way back in the 70s. But, you know, she had come up to her block club, and I had come up to my block club. Um, but once things passed on, then eventually everybody kind of came back together again, because we all knew that we had a, a common interest in making Edgewater a better place that was community driven not outside interests coming in telling us how, how, how to run things or having the crooks come in. And it's interesting, when I was ward committeeman, uh, one of our precinct captains, I said, we were at a picnic. And I said, well, you know, see people in your neighborhood, somebody wants to donate a case of Coke or something, you know, nothing big. And the guy came back with, I don't know, 10 cases of, of soda. <laughs> and I said, what's this all about? The guy says, you don't realize how much money Reamer has saved us in the last two years. You can have all the sodas you want. <laughs> <laughs> but we just, we just wanted to have a community-driven political process mm -hmm. where the interests of the neighborhoods were more important than the interests of business in downtown and so on. And it's been pretty much like that. And, and this, this volunteerism 
and community initiatives have been a driving force in Edgewater for as long as I've been here, even going back to the 60s. Um, so I was involved with that. I eventually ended up going to the, the library. I became, I was uh, appointed the uh, Deputy Commissioner for Finance and Administration. That was my government finance area. And before that, I had been in healthcare finance, Cook County Hospital and, and, and other stuff. So I went to work for the library. I love the library. I fell in love with librarians. They're, they're the most wonderful profession. We, we did a, we did a, a opinion survey what the public thought about librarians, libraries. Mm -hmm. Libraries ranked up there with the fire department as the most esteemed public institutions. And we used that, Mrs. Prisker was then, Cindy Prisker was then uh, head of the board. And we used that as a, a tool to help promote more money for the library and things like that. Anyway, I was there for several years as the, we built 20 libraries, or openers, we either started or opened 20 libraries. Uh, the Earl Washington Library was built. Um, and then uh, my boss, uh, Dr. Duff, he went to work as the president of Columbia College. Oh. And at the time, um, I didn't want to be the commissioner because I didn't, you know, I didn't have the qualifications. So I was neither a historian nor a librarian. So those are, those are usually the two things you need to become a head of, head of a big library system. But the, there was, there were other candidates, including the then chief librarian and an outside candidate. So the board said, well, you take over for a little while until we figure this out. Well, um, it took a, <laughs> a couple of years to figure it out. So I stayed for a year. I eventually went to um, Columbia College, mm -hmm. Dr. Duff. And then I went from there back to the county health system where I became the CFO of the um, ambulatory network, which is like 30 clinics throughout the, the county of Cook. So you know, back to my finance area. And that's where I retired in mm -hmm. 2006. So that's kind of my professional career. 